Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, welcome to In The Pink, sponsored by Bose. Stay home, stay healthy, stay connected. You are passionate about supporting autism, raising money and awareness. You've done documentaries on it. Tell us why, tell us who it's all about for you. Uh, So my nephew, Albie, is autistic. He's 12. I've got two nephews, Albie and Lenny. Albie's 12, Lenny's 8. And I suppose it derives from that, really. I think I've always liked to think that I try and help others as much as I can. And when you then have something that's really close to you in your blood, you tend to sort of really focus on that because there's some brilliant charities out there. I feel like someone's sending a Just Giving page every five minutes, which is brilliant, but how do you choose? You can't. And I I try and do as much as I can, whether that's Noah's Ark, whether that's Maggie's. A lot of it, I think, is children-based for me. I don't know. That's what really sort of makes me want to run that extra 100 miles or you know do the extra triathlon or whatever it may be but also the day-to-day stuff so about two and a half years ago me and my best friend Sean we both have autistic nephews and we said well he's a lawyer and I have some kind of profile which really helps in the fundraising world of uh, charity and I said we should start something we should do something and not that Albie and um, Tum his nephew benefit directly from um, no they don't at all Mm. it's just more they're the inspiration behind it so um i went to see him one day and we're just about to sort of set it up and he said i've got an idea for a name and i said go on he said well and just to just to make the point that the nephew in welsh is nai so we called it nai nai and and that was it and we've Mm. raised a lot of money we've been pushing the government we've been doing lots of videos for schools educating emergency services and um, uh, also teachers within schools to sort of say, you know, you don't necessarily have to take an autistic child um, out of mainstream to put them in a unit. You just have to understand the child sometimes. Mm. And every single autistic person or child is different. So every case is different, if you like. But there's a real lack of understanding, especially in Wales in some parts. So our, our dream was to sort of raise money uh, short medium and long term and the long term goal is to build a school and we found a site it's called the Carriad Centre which means love and one day I really hope that we're able to do it Mm. I really struggle with that blast bit with whenever I talk about the school it really gets me every time it's bizarre really really bizarre you know it matters to you Mm. and that's that's what motivates you isn't it that's Mm. why you will continue to push hard for it When, when did you realised that he was atypical, you know, just perhaps 
my sister really she's she's a physio but she's obviously very she's obviously very very vigilant to it she works mm. she's a pediatrician anyway so she knew something was up I know she first of all she noticed the hips or something like that it was really random and then mm. obviously very soon noticed that there was a problem what was with the hips I don't know if that's got anything to do with that actually I just remember he had really bad hips for about 16 weeks um okay. yeah that's really random I remember that um but um I think you know a lot of parents kind of go no no it's fine and then with her she was like well no she's medical so immediately there's a problem you don't sort of skirt the issue you just sort how of old are we on. talking here I think he was two and a half three really god do you know I don't actually know but that became one of the issues was you've got to get early diagnosis mm. to help them to make the most of them so the school will be a school that helps them live their full potential rather than trying to take autism away you know if you took autism away from Albie he's not Albie anymore and he's my best mate I love him to bits he's amazing they're both love you know incredible kids but Albie's special to me you know um, and we get on we have a laugh we know what we're doing you know it's okay it's fine and he learned to count through looking at buses and he'll come back from somewhere and he'll ask me where I've been because he knows that's where I'm going to ask him and he has no sense of time but he'll never miss the street light going off in the morning and going on at night you know it's it's a really interesting world um, and he's happy in his own world. Mm. So, um, yeah, and, and, and I've been saving for a long time to, I'd love one day to, he loves washing, he loves the washing machine. He'll watch the washing machine for hours. And I always said that one day I'd love to be able to set up Albie's laundrette in Cardiff and he might be able to go to work and come back and fold some clothes and then watch the machine. And he might have some, he just might have some independence. So, that'd be pretty cool to be able to do that as well. I think that's probably the biggest fear anyone has for someone they love with autism is that they won't, you know, what does the future hold? Autistic kid is one thing, but an autistic adult is yeah, very different. Well, it's cute now, but what mm. happens in the future? Mm. Will he have a girlfriend? Will he be able to mm. hold someone's hand? Will he have a meaningful relationship? Will he be able to go to work? Will he ever be able to leave home? Um, will that he must be, be a worry for your sister as well. Huge, yeah, yeah. 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 And, yeah, and how is that looking? I mean, is it is it, you know, from my experience with my goddaughter, yeah. I know that I mean, that is the Will, biggest concern, uh, Matilda, Matilda. Yeah, with Will yeah. Greenwood. Yeah, and um, Will Will has been on this podcast and, and talked heard, yeah. and talked Remember. brilliantly yeah. about yeah. Matilda. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's a worry, and it's and you know it's for every year that passes, I think the the problems become more complex. I I tell you actually one of the things that Caro Will's wife Matilda's mum said about her was that you know you meet one autistic child you've met one autistic child and yeah, I think I that's that. the key is that, that is 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 not to assume that there's a one-size-fits-all approach because every as you touched on every autistic person is different mm. and you know markedly so true. so true absolutely so, so how how can you help how can you educate when it's when well, there's such a spectrum I know and, well, it's not, it's not, it's us, it's us as adults. If a child in a wheelchair walked in now and was struggling at the door, we'd both jump mm. to the door and help that child come in with a wheelchair. If a um, child with a mental problem mm. um, or issue comes in, we kind of look and we kind of go, that's weird, they're different to us. Mm. And we see what happens, you know, it's... Um, I think that's the problem. That's all it is. You know, Albie will run up to a dog and do a bit of stammer. And um, I've seen adults before look and go, what is this kid doing to my dog? Not understanding that it's something he can't control and he's absolutely harmless. 
and then you're what, what does he do He'll just jump, he just gets excited, he jumps up and down, not sure if he wants to touch it, because a dog's unpredictable, isn't yeah. it? And they don't like that, so yeah. it's quite funny, actually, you know, I go to the Celtic Manor a lot, yeah. um, and uh, I take them swimming there, and they love it, and Albie thinks, he calls it Uncle Guest Hotel, so can we go to Uncle Guest Hotel? <laughs> so well, he a, thinks you own it. Yeah, well, I don't know what he thinks, but Brilliant. it's just an easier way for him to say, because he knows then where we're going, it's important to plan it. Um, anyway, so we go for swimming, and there's a routine, uh, we come out. Um, they have raisins, I get them dressed from bottom to top. Um, we go outside, we watch the doors of 10 times, electronic, he goes into soft play, we go around and we have a muffin, chocolate muffin, that's the routine. And it has to be that it has way. It's the same every time. Yeah. 10 doors, that used to be like a good 20 minutes, so now we've narrowed it down so you can have 10 doors and that'd be it. So he stands there, the doors open and he watches it again. It's fascinating. Um, anyway, I'm, I'm in there, sort of end of last year, I can't remember getting them changed and Albie always says coming out the pool he says we'll come to Uncle Guest's hotel again soon and a guy's walking past with his kids looking at me going you tell your sons that you own this hotel you wanker I'm like no no no, you, no yeah no and then you're in a you, you're in a position where you, you know that must be interesting for parents do you say sorry he's autistic mm. or mind your own business move on yeah. and there's loads of times with Albie I think no I'm not going to tell them he's autistic that's yeah. up to them yeah. to be patient with him yeah, yeah, very true. Yeah, very true. But I don't. I see it now and then. I'm not like my sister and, um, you know, her ex-husband as well. They, you know, must be in that situation all the time. Yeah, it's tough. So, what are the kind of um, short-term goals? What are the longer-term goals in terms of fundraising and in terms of Albie's future? Uh, fundraising from Nye, like, has nothing to do with Albie. So we'll do uh, little bits and bobs, like you know, iPads in school, being able just to buy them straight away because of the fundraising we've done. Um, the medium side is that we continue to do it. We actually run seminars um, done by a brilliant lady called Donna Charland, um, who runs seminars to parents, whoever needs them in the sort of poor areas of Wales, um, who don't understand what to do and how to get children diagnosed and where to put them and what to do with them, whatever else, if that's the right way of saying mm. it. And then the long term is the school. So um, I, I should say as well that I pay for everything. I pay all the expenses there were no staff or admin costs, so every penny raised for night goes to where it needs to go to. And I hope for as long as I can to afford to do that. That's amazing. Be good. And so if people want to support you, donate, find out more, how it's can called, they? It's called nai.wales. Um, and it's we don't really sort of go after money, which sounds silly, but we kind of say, check it out. And, you know, there's lots of great causes out there and lots of great autistic causes too. Um but, you know, we're part of that. I don't see us mm. as a charity. I see us as, as a way of raising money to give to charities who do brilliant work. So you can raise money through now and we make sure it gets there with no expense. Oh, so lovely. Thanks so much for listening to In The Pink. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast you've listened to so far. Please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Check out our Instagram page at in underscore the underscore pink. And you get all the details there about how you can win some of those Bose noise cancelling headphones. And join the community. We're all talking about the various guests that we've had on the podcast and who we'd like to see and hear in the next few weeks. So thank you for joining us. Stay with us. Stay healthy. Stay home. Stay connected with Bose. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.